Hey, this is Scaldera, and you're listening to my podcast, Hey Dad, This Life. Let's get this started. I want to welcome you to my very first show, uh, which is called Hey Dad, This Life. And I guess uh, this show will be pretty much about why the hell I'm doing what I'm doing or what this show is about. So I, I thank you for listening and don't go away too soon. Uh, I, I hope maybe some people will decide to take that journey with me of just discussing life changes and and things of growing up and maybe being without a father. Um, and I'm a parent, and one of the biggest things I noticed when I got to my teens years with my children is uh, <laughs> the one biggest thing I hear all the time, and it's always usually when I'm trying to either close the door behind me or let's go and meditate or something, But it's always when I want my time is when I hear, hey, dad. (laughs) It's always from across the house or from across the hall. It's, hey, dad. Or someone subtly walking into my room as I push the record button. Hey, dad. (laughs) But, (laughs) you know, it's something that grew upon me. And it it was never like, a, oh, my goodness, what do you want now? It was just something that was normal that every time my, my children would say, hey, dad, as they still do today, um, you know, this is when I had to put my dad pants on and be like, okay, my kids are asking for my advice. You know, not a lot of parents, um, or at least it seems that way with the stories I hear from my children about their teen friends and their parents uh, or the relationship that is not understood. Most of their friends have a, a weird, uh, they're the kids, the parents are the parents, and the kids remain silent and just, you know, they're there and not listened to, I guess. But we've always, uh, me and my wife, Sarah, we've always made sure that we raised young adults, you know, to be future adults. Not We didn't raise children. There's no such thing as raising a child. Uh, you know, if you're raising a child, you kind of miss the point. Um, so we raised young adults. So we always talk to them, uh, you know, at their level, of course, uh, and nothing too scary, but we did let them face the facts. But we, you know, it's we didn't try to ruin our children and say you ain't getting Christmas or the Easter Bunny's not real or some shit like that. And we actually tried to take that as far as we could until the kids kind of started questioning it, and we we actually got, um, I think we got our daughter to her teens. I don't know, but hey, don't tell her that. But anyways, this uh, this show is probably going to be. Uh, more adult orientated um being that we may say explicit things or use the certain words on here you know they may come out here and there i don't in general just try to kind of use cuss words or something like that but in general 
I think it'll be fun, you know, to maybe hear from other guys and their perspective. But and and also keep in mind, if if you are female and you're listening to this, I just want you to know, I, I only have a guy's perspective. You know, I know what my wife feels or my wife thinks at most of the time. Um, but it's hard to say, you know, it's not like we totally understand you guys all the time. Um, we all have our ways and I understand how to live with my wife. I had, uh, already going on 28 years this year. Thank you very much. Um, but once again, I thank you for listening to me and I, I really want to enjoy the friendships we may gain on this journey together. Uh, whether you're a younger male needing advice from older males. Uh, and I hope maybe some of my fans can contribute in the future uh, if that becomes a thing. And I, I'm not saying fans in the way that like I am over you <laughs> worship me. What I'm talking about is just, you know, it, it's nowadays with COVID and all this stuff, it's hard to make friends. It's hard to get out and do the things we wanted to do. Um, and once again, me coming up to the point where my first child is about to be 18, it's made me realize through the last year um, you know, that I start questioning who I am because if my child is no longer needing me and is asking me less questions and they're adult questions when they are, and sometimes I kind of got to look back 20 years in my own life, maybe even 30 years in my own life, just to kind of think of what was I doing at that time and what was I thinking? Um, but if you're questioning it, I'm 47, um, this year. And, uh, it's just, it's, it's such a weird thing. And I guess I spend a lot of time in my head sometimes when I'm thinking about my children and their future. I'm not rich. I don't have a means of just paying for my children's future or something like that. I grew up very, very poor, um, and worked my way to normal, I guess, by just making the right decisions in my life. But at the same time, I feel like I'm successful enough uh, to be able maybe even provide guidance for, for someone that maybe don't have a father anymore. I didn't, I didn't have my dad. My dad left when I was young, uh, and we never had a relationship, and then he passed away when my life really started. Um, so I never really even got to share anything. Um, so I know how it is to kind of go through things and feel like there's nobody literally around you. There's, no, there's not really such a thing as family for you. It's just you surviving, trying to make the right decisions to stay floating. Um, and I get that. And I think that's a lot of times the things we forget. We, we may be at our edge for the day and be angry about something, about just being maybe quarantined all the time. Or maybe we have a, a disagreement in the way that the world is turning out or the way we see the future possibly being feeling like we're not going to be part of it. Um, you know, that's, that's a hard thing to go through right now. And I know a lot of people are turning to, to, you know, alcohol to kind of just ease that in a little bit. It does take the little edge off, but be careful there, you know, be careful, make sure you're still making the right decisions when you need to make the right decisions and staying humble to yourself that you, you can't make them right decisions if, if you're doing the wrong thing all the time. So, Hey, have your wine, have your beer, have your whatever, but make sure you maintain your your uh, your manhood. And when I say manhood, I'm not talking like mochismo and or or this you know misogynistic type of thing. I'm not talking that. I'm talking about the gentleman, which is missing a lot now. And and that's kind of the reason why I'm I'm naming the show Hey Dad as well is this life because we only get one life. Every single one of us, no matter if we're rich or poor or in between, we only get 24 hours in the day, no matter what. And, you know, some people make uh, 
less than that hour of the day, but they feel like that's all they're worth. Uh, And that's, that's a horrible thing. That's just where we're at as men nowadays. And, and we fight more than we hug. Um, we, we refuse to, to ask for help. We refuse to uh, reach out to each other and, and we think it has to be blood in order to call each other brother. Um, and you know, it, it shouldn't matter what your race you are, where you come from or whatever. What should matter is if you're morally correct. And when I say morally correct, I'm not talking fucking, and there's, there's my first curse. I apologize, but it is what it is. You know, we're all men here. And if you are underage, you know, hopefully the, I put explicit on this. So, so you're not listening to, it, uh, or you have permission, but getting back to this is, is what I mean by this is, is is we need to act like adults and realize uh, everybody is is living everybody's going through stuff especially right now so it's like i see stupid things on tiktok where like people were like complain about other people driving around with a mask on it's like so what you know i've gotten in my car with a mask on and just left it on because i don't feel like taking it off it's just it's on my face it's not bothering me sometimes i forget it's even there because it's on so often so I just, I drive and it's there. Most of the time I take it off, but, or sometimes I leave it hanging on my ear or something. And it's just because that has become the part of everyday life now. But at the same time, it's like, who am I to judge anybody that's doing the same or different? It just is what it is. And we don't know what that person has did that day or has gone through. They could have been fired from their job. They could be stressing out because they're running out of gas that day. I mean, it could be as little as, as just you have your life together, you still have your job, you haven't really lost anything, and COVID hasn't really affected you, except for the fact that you can't party. And that's just something you have to deal with as a gentleman. And I say gentleman because that's who we should be. That's who we all should strive to be, is a gentleman, not a man, not something that we've created in the 1950s that says we're the opposite of the people we love, uh, whoever that may be, whatever gender that may be, who cares, you know, but the point is, is that we're gentlemen and we show respect first to the people that are around us and to the people that may love us, uh, you know, and, and when I, when I refer to people that may love us, I don't get convoluted on, on what your relationship is to what another person's relationship. Everybody has whatever their relationship is and how they work it out, you know, Um, but at the same time, be careful of of poisonous relationships, you know, and that can come from anywhere that can come from uh, a relationship. When I'm saying wife and husband, boyfriend, girlfriend, boyfriend, boyfriend, whatever that may be, it could also be a cousin. It could also be a sister, a father, a mother. It it could be a sibling. Uh, it could be any of that, you know, and any of that could be poison. And that's one of the hardest things. And that's something I also had to deal with in my life, uh, is dealing with poisonous relationships with my family. And it was, I mean, to at the age of 47, I, I guess at this point, I've kind of come to understand the necessity of it to the point that it does not uh, cross my mind anymore. I've settled with what my decision. I made that decision as adult, as a father, as, as, as the head of my household. Um, and I, I'm good with that. And I moved on. And sometimes people say, wow, it's like, how, how could you think that way or be like that. And it's just because this is one life that we have. Um, and like I said, we all only have 24 hours. And if I spend time with a 
relative that wastes six hours of that gossiping about things that mean nothing in the world because they're just so needy that they need to blast people all day long. I mean, it doesn't have to be six hours. I mean, that's extreme. But let's just say a whole hour of my life. Do you know what you can do in 30 minutes? I mean, in, in 20 minutes, you can get a full workout that will add minutes to your life, possibly hours, who knows. Um, but at 30 minutes, think of things you could do if you really set your mind to 30 minutes. And, and it's something I've kind of picked up in the last few years, and I've been learning tons as a father and as a man. And, and sometimes, you know, sometimes it's ugly and I have to face it. And, and, and there's still things that I struggle with and, and try to overcome as a man uh, in, a, in a relationship for 28 years plus. Um, and that's just my marriage to, to my wife, Sarah, um, and, and a father of two children, uh, one eighteen, one was, will be eighteen in a week, and, and another one being fifteen, um, but fifteen and a half. Uh, but it it's still a weird transition. One a boy, one a girl, uh, and the way that they're raised, they you know, besides treating them both as adults and equal uh, humans, the only difference that was is the difference between them as they grow up is their responsibilities. Obviously, the older one being two years older. Uh, when they hit them teen teen years, it's 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 a weird transition because you start just seeing them as the same because they both talk, walk, strong. Uh, they may they can make decisions. They can they can be responsible enough to do chores. At least you hope at this point. <laughs> you know, uh, with those boys, you know, you got to tell us all the time, all the time. Even though my boy is fifteen, I still have to always check on him, and that's my diligence to make sure and not assume that he's just doing what he's supposed to be doing because I haven't heard anything bad. You know, I check on things. And sometimes I will check on my children without, it's not so much sneaking around them, but it's to check on them to make sure that they're where they're supposed to be at this point in their life, you know. (laughs) Make sure you know the damn alphabet by a certain age. Make sure, uh, you know, you're, you're capable of completing a full sentence by a certain age. And you just check on your kids when... You know, and I'm not talking like snooping on their phones. I've never even done that. Um, I've always, I want to say I've, I've, I've never given the benefit of the doubt of, of, of they're going to always tell me the truth, but I have always been able to trust them enough that even when I check on them, they've always proven to be honest with me. And I think most of that always just becomes because I respect their space. I respect their humanity. And, and they do the same as me as a father. They respect me as their peer to help them through life. And as I, a lot of times I talk too much. Uh, and that's just the way it is. My family deals with me and I'm one of those. I will drain you of your energy for the day because I have way too much information to give. And I remember so much information of stuff that's not important when I try to study something and remember that I struggle with it. And it really takes time, such as like learning a new song on guitar or learning a bass part or trying to figure out drums and, and learn a drum beat. But um, and by the way, yes, I am a musician. I, I started uh, music when I was like in uh, maybe third grade or so, whatever age that might be. Um, so third grade back in, I don't know, the 80s. Um, actually, probably, the, yeah, has to be the 80s or something like that. 
Um, but anyways, so uh, that's just another part of my background. Uh, another part of my background is I am an Army veteran, uh, not a combat veteran. Uh, I did spend five years in the United States Army as a military police officer. Uh, I did deploy. Uh, I spent time in Europe, Panama, um, uh, being part of different units um, and that type of stuff. But uh, overall, you know, I've been around all the deployments and the rotations. I just happened to miss them as I moved around. Uh, I got to Germany as my unit was coming back from Kuwait. Um, and then when I left from there, I got to my next unit while they were coming back from Mogadishu. Uh, and then I got to deploy to Panama and come back while that and take over for the unit that had to take off to, uh, I don't know, somewhere in Africa, like a Somalia type area or something like that. But anyways, uh, enough about that. It's life is not about combat, and that's the whole point. Oh, another speaking about combat, I also have two black belts uh, I, as a martial artist. Um, I was also a martial art instructor. Um, so I, I mean, I've done things that that I've enjoyed. I really uh, enjoy teaching things, um, even though I'm not a teacher. I don't really have a educational background. Like I said, I grew up really poor. I joined the military. I went to the military at like 17 and a half years old or something like that. Um, but uh, I know I turned, no, it wasn't 17 and a half, but either way, I signed up early, went on their whole program and uh, turned 18 sometime after basic training or cl- in, while in basic training. But anyways, moving on, I digress. Sorry about that. Sometimes I make it lost. And and keep in mind, I'm new at this. And like I said, I appreciate you listening. If I'm already rambling or if it's something that you just enjoy to hear somebody ramble, that's probably going to be me. And and part of this of me doing it is maybe to even leave a record for my f- children in the future. And I want to try to be as honest as possible towards my life, my feelings, my downfalls, uh, and share uh, to try to just help us grow as a society, help us grow as men. Uh, to not just be assholes all the time because we see things different. Uh, you know, right now politics is freaking horrible. Um, but at the same time, it's like, I mean, I don't even know how to explain this stuff as that, but I'm not going to dip in that and I'm not going to go into politics and I'm not going to go into religions and I'm not going to go in to tell you that what you're doing is the wrong thing. What I want to do is provide guidance. So if you're asking me if you should take the left door or the right door, I'm not going to tell you to take that right door or take that left door. But I will help you sort out the effect that is going to happen when you take that left door versus the right door. And then you can make that decision because that's really all there ever is in life is a yes and no answer. No matter if it's gray, black, or white, when people say it's not just black and white, in the end, up front, we all know that the right choice is the right choice all the time. And a lot of times it's the harder choice to make the right choice. And sometimes we'll disagree with that or we'll just disregard that fact that we're going to go ahead and make the wrong choice and just suffer through it or figure it out because we want to see what happens. And that, and that happens a lot to us as men growing up, especially if you don't have guidance. Like I said, my dad disappeared early. So I didn't have that kind of peer thing, but I I did go into the military. So I had drill sergeants and sergeants and team leaders and squad leaders and and platoon sergeants and 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 
first officers and all this different type of, of different things. And, and those, those were my peers and my mentors, you know, I, I didn't even realize till maybe I was in my mid thirties of how much that affected me to where the fact of like, I was just an 18 year old. And even though me and my team leaders may have been really close in the, in that brotherly way, because we watch each other all the time in that military way, they were actually easily uh, 10 to 15 years older than me at times, maybe even more than that. But at the same time, I mean, sometimes it may have been a fatherly figure in the way that I trust this man to give me direction and guide me and, and, and ask for more information. And, And then sometimes it was more of a brotherly than fatherly thing to where it was like, I'm trusting you in this so you can help me get over this because there's, there's challenges in life all the time. From the time we're born, we begin dying. And and that's hard for a lot of us to realize is every day that we decide to not do anything. We still made a decision to do that, whether it's not doing anything or doing something. So, you know, if you're stuck in your life right now or or there's just you've been handed a shitty deal, it happens to people. I know that there's people and myself as well, where it's just back to back. It just keeps handing you bad things in the universe and you're just like I can't get ahead and maybe I do a bad thing to get ahead and then I feel guilty about it you know that can happen as well uh, where someone takes something that maybe you know what I mean just to get over a hoop and they feel bad about it yeah but that happens to to men and and sometimes we get lost in that we get we get lost in the fact that we might have did something wrong or we might have made a wrong decision somewhere that that we're not sure if we are where we're supposed to be uh, and if, whether that's, we, we are in that spot and we're supposed to go up or we're not supposed to be in that upper spot. Um, because there's been times, you know, in my life to where I felt like, do I deserve this? Um, and I had, you know, and that may be because past issues in my life growing up and stuff like that, of just dealing with certain things or being alone and dealing with it. Um, that sometimes you just question yourself, can I still do this? And you can, that's the answer. Okay. In that particular case, there is no you can't handle this. It's you can, but only if you want what you're wanting, you're saying you want. So if you, if you want to live, you have to, you have to want to live. Uh, if you're wanting a new job, you have, to, you have to really want that new job. Because every day you stay and suffer and where, where you currently are, you know, in, unless you're using that as your leap pad and you have a plan, then you can go ahead and stay there and be guilt free about yourself. But when we keep telling ourselves, you know what, next week I'm going to get on this next month. This year is the year I'm going to begin doing sit ups to get my abs I've always wanted or something like that, you know, but you should you should think of challenges. Think, challenge yourself of something, something stupid. Can I get up at six o'clock in the morning? You know what? Tonight, bro. Tonight. I'm going to challenge you. See if you can get up at six in the morning and stay awake all day. The same way your uh, brother in college might have challenged you to do something. The same way that your brother in in, in the military might have uh, challenged you to do something. And the same way that your brother in, in, in the band that you play with together may challenge you on a song. You know, just all these different things. Um, 
And I'm sorry if I miss some of who the brothers I'm talking about, you know, but I'm just kind of hitting things that kind of happen in my life. Um, but at the same time, you, you have to realize, even though I'm trying to help you and I might sound like I have a lot of words and I'm solid, times get rough too, even for me. And I just want you to know that if you feel good by hearing what I'm telling you, because no matter what you're dealing with, no matter if that hardship is the loss of a life of a loved one, or that hardship is getting over being able to just cross a line that you've been trying to cross to, to run that mile you've been trying to run to, to, to better yourself, to get that salary you've always wanted eventually. You can't look at those things as a road to the top of a mountain. Nobody just takes that helicopter to the top, at least not us normal gentlemen. Okay? So realize this. Okay? We are human after all. And the way you conquer a mountain is piece by piece, day by day. And every day you go to sleep and every day you wake up, if you're lucky enough to wake up that next day, is your second chance every day of your life. And I know by saying that, it makes it seem like, wow. Because uh, the, the first time I heard something like this, I had an epiphany of like, wow, I waste my life every single day. And I've been wanting to do this podcast for, I don't know, maybe two years. And I started wanting to do it and I got all pumped about it. And I made me an email address. Uh, and I don't even remember what that is, but I, I, will, I will get all that back in order. And I made me a little logo and I was trying to look at videos, figure out how to upload stuff. And this was before Anchor and, and all these things that do it for you where you just click a button. So whatever year that was back before these apps did it all for you, where you had to go and, and sign up for each one everywhere and figure out where you wanted to store your stuff. That's when I was already thinking about this. And at that time, I want to, let's just say it was probably in my 41st or 42nd year of my life. And I was struggling with it. And I don't, I, I don't know if it was because of the beginning of my forties, because it seems like every 10 years, it, it takes a little while to kind of get the, get in the groove of what this new decade is going to be. And I'm not saying from outside influences, like 2020 is just horrible. It's just falling apart. It's the apocalypse. It's fucking nuts. Right. But at the same time, what, I, what I'm saying is, is without those outside influences, it's just I started thinking about myself, where I am, who I am as a man, what I've become and who I was. And was I still supposed to be the man before I had children? Because what I feel like I did is I, I put my life on pause. And this is only after thinking about it for several years, uh, now being 47 uh, you know, I feel like I, I, I did the right thing. I don't feel like I did the wrong thing, but I, I kind of examined it and realized I put my life on pause and as well as my wife and we became parents. I, I fathered my children um, and my wife mothered my children and, she, and we still do to this day. And I, I'm sure it'll be all until, until we're not here no more. But the point was, is, is we started thinking of them before we even got close to thinking about us, excuse me. But we, what well, the point is, is that we started thinking about them before we even started thinking about us. 
So when you get that paycheck, you're instead of thinking, oh, am I going to get those new shoes? Am I going to get that new outfit and that new uh, back then, I guess it was more of like a, maybe a computer or, or something like that. Um, yeah, I'm sorry for dating myself. But anyways, you know, you, that was the thing. But then you get kids and you're like, okay, do I got enough for diapers? Do I have milk? Do I have, you know, the, 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 for the doctor appointments? What's coming up? When All these milestones, reading the books. And, and I, mean, I mean, we were like crazy first day parents. We have nobody to ask questions for as far as family is concerned and all that type of stuff. So we were literally by ourselves, and it was, it was scary as hell. It was scary as hell, but it was exciting. And it was like this new adventure. Like I just been handed this new mission and my mission is to make sure that this little life grows up to just be awesome. Right. Um, and, and, you know, and I see dad struggle with, just being around their children, you know, uh, I once heard a dad complaining, saying how his wife made him babysit. And right when he said that he is babysitting, I was just thinking, who are you babysitting? These are your children. You're the father. There's no such thing as babysitting. You're just hanging out with your children, you know, and that's how I kind of always seen my kids. And, I, and, and don't get me wrong. I'm not the type of parent that we're like, my kids are just like, hey, asshole, and just treat me disrespectful or something like that. You know, we have a respect. We have a line and they understand it. There's a time, you know, as far as cursing and stuff, I've never stopped my kids from cursing. And at the same time, uh, you know, the, it's not like they try to use it to be cool. Uh, but I've always taught them there's a, there's a time and a place for words. Um, and choose them wisely. You know, you do, you just don't go blasting the F word uh, and then outside influences think certain ways of you because of the way you speak. Um, but there, there is a time when you use that F word. <laughs> and we all know that. And we've all been there. We've all lost our anger. We've all been sad and lonely. We've all had to cry by ourselves. If if you're lucky, you had somebody to cry with that understood and could hold you and hug you and, and, and show you love the same way as any human should feel, you know, that that motherly love that you may have felt in your mother's arms or your father's arms or whoever's arms it may have been. But the, the, the truth is, is a lot of us grow out with, with without anybody to give us hugs. The truth is a lot of us grow out, grow up thinking we're we're. We're broken and we're broken because we don't know the answer to a question about our, 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 our manlyhood per se, uh, about who we're supposed to be as gentlemen, how we're supposed to behave. We see something that gets a certain reaction that makes us smile. So we tend to like go that way. So you have the guy that will grab the girl's ass without permission and sexually assault her on the dance floor. Uh, you have the guy that, works off of signals, you know, you have the eye contact, you let her kind of move half, you move half. And if as long as nobody's complaining, you just go through with it, right? You have, you have the guy that, that won't make a move, but will totally respect somebody and try to have a great time and, and even have the platonic feel to them. Not so much that they want to be in a friend zone, but they're letting you take charge. And the problem a lot of times is when we, we are that way, we miss opportunities because women are taught the opposite to not be aggressive towards guys, to not take the guy that you want. 
And if, if there are any females listening, I apologize for speaking from a guy's perspective, but I mean, that's what I am and, and that's going to be my main perspective. However, I raised a daughter up till now and she's a woman, you know, and, and I understand a lot of that as well as being married for this long. So correct me if I'm wrong or if you feel something that maybe we should know as, as gentlemen to be the correct gentleman in the situation that we may be in, whether we're married, boyfriend or girlfriend, shacking up, living together, living apart, long distance relationship. You know, there's, there's hundreds of ways to love people and there's no wrong way to love. Okay. And that's, that's one of the most horrible things is, is to say that it's wrong. I mean, okay, it's some fucking old pedophile motherfucker, you know, I'm, slash that shit but you know where i stand there but what i'm talking about it is is actual relationships whatever gender it is whether whoever it is whether you know what i mean just but fucking as long as it's going both ways and it's respectful uh and to fit to fit whatever your morals are you know and as far as the show goes as far as morals i'm not fucking talking about morals uh, like a high class Christian, blah, 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 crap you see on TV, whatever. It's like, we could talk about whatever we want. There's no high ground. There's no low ground, but let's at least be respectful. Okay. Use respectful words. If you're going to speak, if you're going to leave a message on something, you know, leave a message. I'm okay. I want, I want to figure out a means to have you guys ask me questions so I can use them for the next show. Uh, right now, I don't know how often I'm going to do it. I would love to post something weekly. I don't know if I have the time to do that, but I would love to do that. But at this point, uh, I actually just kind of challenged myself and my wife challenged me to get this on the row as well as I'm trying to challenge her so we can make changes in our life to kind of get back to us because that's that's what's missing at the end of when your children are growing up is who the hell am I? And and I, I think if we get to this age is when guys hit 50 and they freak out and have their little thing or go buy a Maserati or whatever because they're trying to get back that 20 years that they spent raising their children. But, which is all fine and dandy, I guess, if you're not being an idiot trying to date a 15-year-old or something like that, you know? I mean, you're, you're staying safe and you're happy and not being a dick about it. You know, be a gentleman and be a gentleman about it. You know? I always think of Jimmy Stewart as the ultimate gentleman. You know, I never heard anything bad about the man in every show or movie I've ever seen. And if you're too young to know how James Stewart is, just Google him, look him up, you know, and maybe watch a movie of his and just watch his posturing, watch how he always does and how considerate he always is of a woman or anybody in, as that a matter, you know. Uh, I'm, I'm not saying you have to wear a suit and be that guy and try to dress properly. You be you, whether it's tattoos and ripped jeans and a, a damn neck brace or, or whatever you wear for the day, whether it's horns or, or holes in your ears or in your lips or wherever in the hell you may be pierced, if, if we're going to that extreme, you can still be a gentleman. You can still be a gentleman. You don't have to try to scare people to get attention. Okay? A neck tattoo is just a piece of art. You know, it's, it's part of who you were at that time when you got it, I guess. But if you did get that because you wanted to scare people, then you, you, you may be, maybe you made the wrong choice because fear is not a way to, to get by. And in the end, you're going to be by yourself. 
And no, no matter how you may be happy at certain times and doing stupid things in your life, in the end, as gentlemen, we have to learn to accept our failures and try not to repeat them and grow every day, no matter what, every day. But the one thing I want to leave you guys with, because I'm going to kind of end, I want to try to keep these shows at 30 minutes for now. I'm at 35, um, clo- roughly. But I, w- I want everybody to, to as gentlemen, um, to be better every day. Let's try to be better. Let's make this world better. Let's remember when we were young and selfish and there, there came a time when we fell in love with someone for the first time. And if you have never been in love yet, just think about the, your favorite whatever. And whether you had it once or you have it every day or it's right there, think about your favorite whatever. Let's call it your favorite whatever. Whether it's your wife, your children, whatever it is. Every day I want you to think about your favorite whatever. And I want you to think, how can you make that favorite whatever always feel good about whatever that favorite is? And what I mean by that is, is if your favorite whatever is an ice cream sundae that you get once a week because you reward yourself for working out or whatever, if that's your, your, great, your great whatever, and that's the thing you look forward to, I want you to, I want you to change it up, you know? Go ahead, go ahead, and go ahead, and have uh, have a little bit of liquor in that in that ice cream. Try it out. Try it out. It's like that in Europe. It's great over there. Um, try it out. If 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 you uh, when was the last time you gave your wife a massage? And I'm not talking a massage for your benefit. I'm talking about a massage for her benefit. When was the last time you told her she looks beautiful? And I beautiful in the morning because that's the woman you fell in love with because. You want to be her knight. You want to be her shining armor, her knight in shining armor, and, and, and you want to give her what she feels she needs. And when you can become, at that point, acceptance of all your, all your, all your partner's wants, if you, if you can try to fill them, and, and, and it can get stressful if you can't. Let's say you don't make enough money and your girlfriend wants a lot of money type things. Well, what the thing is you have to understand in a relationship is that you have to understand it's okay to want things that you can't have at that time. But if you're not working together to get those things, then you you may be in the wrong relationship or it may not be the right relationship for that time. So anyways, uh, like I said, I'm going to get the email together. I'm going to get the show together. I'm going to, I'm going to start trying to knock stuff off weekly, but it's more than likely going to be monthly guys. But I appreciate if you're listening, hit that subscribe button, review the show, just say something, hit some stars. I don't know exactly how that affects the show, but I hear the shows ask for it. And if it makes a good thing be better, let's do it. All right, let's be the gentleman of the world and, and stop making helping the world be a worse place. It makes no sense. All right, let's share the love. Let's share the peace, the happiness. Let's, let's make sure that, that our neighbors smile because their children are safe as well as ours. Okay, not just about us. All right, let's stop this us and let's start making we again. Let's start making everybody feel good about being around us. Okay, and it's going to make us feel good and it's going to make us be successful and want to succeed and, and help more. And everybody we may touch when we go out there can touch others. So for every one you touch, you can save 100. So let's just kind of keep this going. 
And I will see you the next time. And I want to thank you once again for, for watching or <laughs> sorry, watching. I don't, I'm not recording these, but for listening. And I am Scaldera once again. And this is Hey Dad, This Live. Thank you.